0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone. You stupid fucking blackmouth! Take a stand! Bitch, bitches, <laughs> leave! <laughs> Enough! Take bitches, leave! Enough!
1: Take a stand together
0: and welcome back to enough the podcast the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. and tv <laughs> i'm your host chris d'alia wow. here with uh paul rudd hi
1: that's me this is what paul rudd sounds like paul, i guess <laughs> paul you,
0: you you look great you don't age yeah that's my thing the, everyone you know, says that the thing that i believe Mm. No. Um me doing the intro is weird, but I felt like doing it. I wanted to play the new Vin drop. Yes. Because I mean that's have... right up top, let's just get right into it with the Vin stuff. Yeah, I mean cause...
1: the Oscars can wait. The real top story today is the final Fast and Furious trailer. Yeah. Which started with a nice little Vin Diesel voiceover, like welcoming us back to the movies, yeah. I'm sorry, I was queuing up the trailer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, do you want me to play the trailer? I'm, yeah, let's, that's really
1: all I want to do. Yeah, this is. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, this has been like driving, giving a nice, powerful car commercial been monologue. Been quiet. We've gone through a year that tested us, <laughs> we're starting to see the promise of a new day. He almost started singing there. He can't help it. For more than a hundred years, What a voice. there's one place where we all came together to be entertained, <laughs> to escape, to go someplace new. Where is that, Vin? The movies. <laughs> like that moment when the lights go down, <laughs> the projector Wait, yeah. ignites. I like how he thinks an engine sound happens when the projector ignites. But yeah, this, this trailer legit gave me chills. We should keep watching it. But like, you know, movie theaters are slowly reopening and everything, but no, none of it I felt real until no, I saw this Vin talking to the camera stuff. Oh, hell it's probably no. the best thing I've ever seen. This and is going to be the flick of the year. I'm yeah. transfixed. There's no way it's not going to be dope. And the actual trailer looks cool. Like, Vin's doing some cool magnet moves. He's like crashing cars into each other using powerful magnets it's all happening it's in no this do you? Every day, should we shut this or keep it on yeah let's down. keep it going all right. it's beautiful it's music to my ears i was gonna say is it bringing you joy if so i will leave it on i'm ready if you but yeah are. there's no way this movie's anything shorter yeah. short of a, a nine out of ten a fast nine out of ten how, how do we in feel this? about charlie's in these movies I don't know why they keep giving her such fucked up haircuts. In the last one, she had dreadlocks. She has like a bowl cut in this one. She looks insane. <laughs> She's like the most beautiful woman in the world. And uh, they're making her look like a goofball. They think just- about
0: how many eggs are in the Fast and Furious 9 basket right now in terms of the reopening of movie theaters. We'll see All I know is there's not going to be any egg on my face. Do you think that this whole like him in the trailer... I'm going to shut this off before it starts playing another
1: YouTube video. The movies.
0: Do you think that Vin had
1: the, like, that was Vin's idea Mm. to do that? Or do you think that the producer? (laughs) (laughs) I think there's no possible way that anybody but him was like, you should do this.
0: Yeah, Vin, we're going to need you, specifically you, to record, like, a fun little intro to the movie, but also the
1: movies in general. I can do that. The people have been waiting for me I to can do, do this. It. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. I can't believe they haven't announced like him hosting SNL as the host and musical guest, obviously. I mean we got Vince. When do Fever. you think that's gonna happen? Probably sometime before Fast right. Nine in June. We do instead we get Elon Musk. Ugh. That dud. Yeah, everyone's upset about that. I don't care. I just don't think it'll be funny. He stinks. SNL stinks. Seems like a match made in heaven.
0: Like a guy who is not funny on a show that is not funny. What what are people really
1: looking for here? The movies. Fuck, I can't stop. The movies. That's the one sound effect I want to be in control of. I feel like I should have that one over here. (laughs) Bring your laptop. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to get a Scotty soundboard so we can duel. Yeah,
0: bring your laptop. Put all your own i'm trying to um, don't be messing with my levels now
1: he's messing. um but yeah there's a bunch going on this week you sent that thing the other day harry styles is to perform quote-unquote realistic gay sex scenes in some new film not that there's anything wrong with that (laughs) no i'm sure it'll be like him and dan levy in like a turkey for the ages Coming at you here on Kiss 108 FM, this is
0: Watermelon Sugar by a guy known as Harry Styles. He was in that group One Direction, oh yes. and he's now he's going to be doing a gay sex scene with Dan Levy, and Eugene Levy's going to actually film it. So here it is, Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar. Have a great weekend, everybody. It's going to be 65 and sunny tomorrow. Make sure that you use SPF, even though it isn't that hot. I don't want you to get a burn. There's two Stiflers?
1: eugene levy's in the house for. song has a terrible post yeah this isn't one of his best songs i actually hate this song it's like why are you fucking going on and on about watermelon like shut up
0: i was hoping you'd do your bit about like you had some bit <laughs> this is adore you
1: this one actually is good Yeah, he mentions like fruit in all his songs it's like you need some new writers for these lyrics also dan levy wise did you see that commercial where it's him hanging out with the M&M characters.
0: Yes, and he's like, "I won't eat any more of your friends." And then, like, the other Eminem is in the car. Yeah, I'm so tired. I him. had such a like. I'm staring blankly without a smile on my face.
1: Go, Dan Levy and the M&M's. What a fucking back and forth these rascals are having.
0: Is Harry Styles still dating Olivia Munn or Olivia Wilde, rather? I don't know. I haven't heard I about that so. in
1: a bit. I think so. Powerful couple right there.
0: Jason Sudeikis trying to win her back with his Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, I have a lot. I mean, let me do my birthdays. Get that out of the way. Yes, that yes, way yes. we don't have to think about that. There's a bunch of birthdays. Two of them are your girls. I will. I will. My save gals? Your gals. Wow. Exciting. All right. I'm gonna do this quick. I got a bunch. Barbara <laughs> Streisand is 79. Hi. Al Pacino is 81. Oh. 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 Uh, Jerry Seinfeld is 67. I'm getting old. Uh, My wife's 14. (laughs) Travis Scott is 29. I thought he was older. Shit, man. I can never tell... Never mind. Not going to say it. Don't want to lose points.
1: He got in the turnstile from Tenet, which he did a song on the soundtrack of, and he's been aging ever yep. verse all yes, 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 yes. Charlie
0: D'Amelio from TikTok is two years away from being legal.
1: Hi. Keep that
0: in mind when you're masturbating, guys. Wow. Tim McGraw is 53, y'all. All right. And your two gals, Kirsten Dunst and Anna DeArmas, have birthdays in the same week. Wow. I don't know if you knew that.
1: That's been, yeah, I know Dunst is today. She's
0: 38 today. I'm preparing a care package. I believe Ana de Armas is tomorrow, and she is 33. Hey, now. So, a lot of good birthdays this week. Some of our favorite people.
1: Those really are two of my favorite gals. Right. Every time I see Dunst, I'm just like, there you are. Well, you can what have a, a joint birthday party for them. Ooh. Feel free to use my backyard after it gets landscaped. That sounds dope. fucking totally down. Um, what about that Zach Efron stuff? Are people still talking about that? He had like a weird picture where his face looked like he got work done and everyone was that went away pretty quickly. I'm not sure
0: if if that I think that he had some sort of dental surgery done. Ooh. is my theory about that because I, I don't I don't think that his that he would do that. Like, I know that he has...
1: Yeah, of all people to, like, get work come on, done. He's, he's, like, like
0: the best-looking dude ever. Yeah. Like, why would he... He's not going to cut up his face like that.
1: Yeah. I think it was just one weird picture,
0: and everyone was just... Well, it was a... I think it was a video, and people were screenshotting it at awkward times. Mm. Yeah. You can make anybody look bad. It, it also could have been Photoshopped. Somebody circulates that. Yeah. There's a million... Um, different ways. I also, I wanted to issue, an, speaking of stuff not being true or whatever, I want to issue an apology Wow. to a lot of people. It's a big deal. Something I said on the show last week that I'm not proud of. Wow. Um, and one of our listeners, a.k.a. Rob, a.k.a. Sub Sandwich Guy, reached out to let me know that he has a Roku device. Ooh. Friend of the show, Dan, reached out and said he has a Roku device. The Danny. And it turns out, I have a Roku device upstairs in the guest room. Wow. So I wanted to apologize to everyone who owns a Roku and the company for disparaging and saying disparaging you and saying that nobody uses Roku's because I have one.
1: This is big. I think you're gonna get some points for this. I'm sorry. Wow. I made a mistake. I'm going to try to be better. <laughs> I like you're taking the apology for this with such seriousness and other things. <laughs> No, it's like no. The Roku. This is a disparaging a TV streaming
0: device is a lot more serious than like my playful racism over the past eighteen <laughs> weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would probably get me canceled from any television show in history.
1: You're canceled. But yeah, the uh, they announced that Leonardo DiCaprio is set to star in a remake of Another Round. I didn't think that was real when I first saw the news.
0: And Mm. I'm nervous about who the supporting cast is going to be. Yeah. Very much so.
1: This is the movie we talked about a few weeks ago. It's about a bunch of guys who try to like maintain a small level of being drunk at all times. And then it like goes to shit. And I don't know. It's like, just watch the... It just won Best Foreign Film at the Oscars. Like, just watch this one. I'm going to be that guy who's like, just yeah. watch the the original. Don't fucking
0: remake this, man. The way I see it is, it literally just won the Oscar.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: so- and it's they're saying in the articles, oh, well, in Deadline, they said, oh, well, this was in talks before the nomination. Like, was it, though? Or are you just saying that so you don't sound
1: hack? It is so hack to just be like, oh this one best foreign film this must be good let's make a english language remake with the biggest star in the world that seems like a can't miss it's just like very like hacky and can you even imagine
0: that payday i I bet it's it's like a hundred mil
1: i mean not for a movie like this but
0: i bet you they gave him at least like 20 and he barely has to do anything
1: i'm only down if the rest of the supporting cast is the rest of the pussy posse (laughs) We get Kevin Connolly, Lucas Haas. I was hoping that we would get that bit. And those other sidecars. Then you got a movie.
0: Lucas Haas is directing now. He's got a lot going on. Oh. Making turkeys. It's a it's a strange time in Hollywood. There's a lot of like boxing stuff happening, like fake <laughs> matches being arranged and all sorts of bullshit. Yeah. But there's also a guy going around selling pills and he looks just like Conor McGregor. And he was telling people that he was Conor McGregor while selling drugs. That's
1: pretty cool. And
0: he got arrested and is being charged. And they did a side by side in TMZ, and he looks just like him, but like a muggier version with like a big nose. And it's, <laughs> it's like the like the game night bit where the woman thinks she slept with Denzel Washington, and they mm, do the whole like good bit. Yeah, it's like that basically because you look at it and you go, well, yes, he looks like Conor McGregor, but he's like an uglier version. <laughs> yeah. And I can you imagine him at like some London nightclub, like yeah, hey, I'm Conor McGregor, mate. Like you want some E? Yeah, <laughs> it's me. I'm the one. I'm the guy. Do they even make E anymore?
1: I don't know. Kid, okay, they fucking better. But yeah, are we in a sports
0: corner? Um, that- I get yeah, You know what? Let's just get there because
1: just because the that whole boxing match with. uh what uh, was the one? Mayweather and Aaron Paul? All right, men. Or no, Jake Paul. BITCH! Yeah, that would be more fun if it was Get Floyd Mayweather- Get your
0: dicks Maywe- out. We're here in the sports corner, I'm hard. Um, well, you just grossed yourself out with that. <laughs> uh, speaking of boxing matches, Floyd Mayweather and YouTube star Logan Paul are going to fight at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami on June sixth, it's a fight to end all fights. It's an exhibition match, so get your pay per view ready and your dicks. Oh, and make sure to keep it here
1: at the sports corner for all the manly men and stuff. Yeah, I'm tired of these like celebrity death match boxing things yeah it it doesn't really draw me in either it's only good for logan paul i'm impressed at his ability to like keep his career alive just by being like a i'm gonna box people i guess remember me from youtube and vine or i find it i do
0: remarkable that the paul brothers are both so relevant Mm. like jake just fought that other former ufc guy and won yeah, they're and both fighting. He fought a basketball player before that and won against him as well. And now he's trying to get Conor McGregor to fight him or Nate Diaz, I think, who's another UFC guy. People who actually watch this stuff are like, "Come on, Ank, Jesus!" But I don't know. I I don't give a shit, but like I nope. do. Like I want to
1: watch Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight. I forgot. I don't know why. I forgot both the brothers were doing that. That makes it kind of hacky. Mm. I don't like that. Now it's, uh, I Why don't hate they it now. fight each other to the death? I'm completely out on it And then now. the winner gets killed, too. And then
0: they're both dead. Yeah.
1: And while we're talking sports, I mean, they had this story. James Gandolfini and Edie Falco reportedly shot a secret Sopranos short film to try and convince LeBron James to sign with the New York Knicks years ago. And they say it takes wow. place after the series finale and included cameos from De Niro and Spike Lee i hate my father i hate my life and like seeing the the story for this now at this moment in time i was immediately worried like oh no are they gonna like take the footage of james gandolfini and like make tony and Karam courtside and space jam 2 it's probably exactly what's going on here i mean what went on up there poppers and weird sex What the fuck? I was just searching for like a good
0: 15 seconds for a Sopranos drop. My my drops are a mess. I'm sorry, guys. I
1: want the fucking monsters to fucking win this thing. Space Jam, we talk about it a
0: lot. It gets Not more. Enough. I I lose a little. I lose like 1% desire to watch Space Jam every week. It gets lower and lower.
1: Yeah. And then
0: it's going to be like negative 200 by the time it actually comes out. Hmm. I think it looks awful. I don't think there's anything about it that anyone's going to enjoy. And I bet you it makes $700 million. Yeah.
1: And I feel like it wasn't even made for kids. It was made for people like our age who liked the original. But the original sucks. I always hated it. It's a garbage movie. <laughs>
0: Another part that annoys me is Nike's definitely going to do, because they have tons of
1: Space Jam related shoes. Yeah. that's why I this, have a pair of them reveal. This whole movie is just an advertisement for yes. LeBron, for basketball, for shoes, for all right. of Warner Brothers intellectual property. Like it sucks. It has no business existing. <laughs> Get it yeah. out of here. LeBron hand.
0: is a huge, huge Nike athlete, like the biggest. Yeah. And his contract with Nike probably rivals like Jeff Bezos trekking account. Oh, And the fact that they're just going to re-release like the Space Jam Jordans, which there are like four different pairs of, mm-hmm. and then people are going to eat it up and spend like billions of dollars. I don't know. Is I think it- that there's like 17 guys in America who are just so rich, it's embarrassing, and I, I don't know, I'm not like a socialist. I think that anybody Ooh. should be allowed to make as much money as they want, but there's something about like Phil Knight getting even more rich as I like try to buy his sneakers and fail because they sell out so fast mm. that annoys the shit out of me and I'm out. And let's talk about something that's less irritating, like, oh, I don't know. Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter and model Cara Delevingne, spotted leaving an Oscar party together, and rumor has it that
1: they're eating each other out again. Oh! Some uh, lesbian sex. Oh, yes. I surmised that Mm. from your words. Cara Delevingne, she's a babe. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed her work in Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, the Luc Besson vehicle.
0: Oh. Yeah. I enjoyed her work in Suicide Squad. Or I oh, should yes. say
1: The Suicide Squad. Oh, I forgot she was in that. Yeah, she plays the Enchantress. Wait, one of the, one of the is worst the new villains.
0: one The Suicide Squad?
1: Yeah, okay, that's the way. I wasn't going to correct The Enchantress, you, yeah. But it was I, on my mind. <laughs> it matters.
0: Little details like that matter. But uh, um, Yeah,
1: I think that's kind of hot. Yeah, I always forget about the Jackson. He has kids that are... Their lives are probably very odd to say the You're least. being ignorant. What's the other kid? Blanket? blanket? Yeah, what's Blanket up to? Um, is, I'm not sure. Is Blanket having a goo? I hope I so. I hope
0: so, yeah. He deserves to have a goo. I mean, his dad committed suicide and like dyed his skin white. Michael Jackson is the greatest pop star of all time. Like, there's no one that can change my mind. I've I'm said this, I've taken this hill, i it numerous times. Yes. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Mm.
1: Beyonce was the best singer of all time. I mean, MJ, the cuts speak for themselves. He's got some monsters. He's one of the few artists who deserves, like, uh, a two or three volume greatest hits because there's just that many.
0: I think he just has one. I'm sure. Yeah, some bigger Michael
1: Jackson fan would probably. Hey. Well, we're talking music. There's a new song uh, from the Spiral, from the Book of Saw soundtrack by Twenty One Savage. I was listening to it earlier, it was it was kind of fire. They did something that I've talked about that people should do before, like rapping over that Saw music. They're like da da. <laughs> That's true, that <laughs> was <laughs> your idea. Yes, I need a kickback from I forgot about Savage. That.
0: Yeah, you should definitely sue him. I'm trying to, oh, here we go, got it, I found it.
1: And yeah, it wasn't even like that great, but I was just like, Saw music, I'm on board with anything going on with the book of Saw. We're in the book corner now, talking about Saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 21 Savage, I think this is very good. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, It's me, 50 Cent. Oh shit! Fifty Cent is here. What's going on, man? Good to see you, Hoops. Wow. It's funny, Hoops. We never show. I never show up when you're here, and you're here right now. Yes, we've done a little And the Saw guy. And... This What's is, up, Saw guy? This is all backward. How you doing, man? Good to see you.
1: I mean, I have the book of Saw. You have the book of power.
0: Yeah, on stars, starting in April. We're both, both 2022. Guys. Yes. What are, what are we looking for? I'm looking forward to the movie. When is that coming out?
1: May 16th, only in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> this is fact based. My 50 Cent voice stinks. Yeah, I feel like my jigsaw is normally stronger. I'm a little I think you're, Yeah, you're parched. <clears throat> yes. And also, he this is a decent song, though. He usually doesn't speak in full sentences. He normally just goes yes. That's way easier. But yeah, we'll be opening the Book of Saw in no time. That'll be like probably the biggest featured review Mm. in Turkey Boy history, if I had to say.
0: That's up there. That's going to be a big deal. Yeah, we've been pretty excited about
1: that. And I know you're a big shoe guy. Did you see Disney and Pixar Lightning McQueen adult clogs? (laughs) I like the new... Oh, ye- I saw. Like the new Yeezys? Well, Lucy is a, is a big croc person.
0: She Ooh. has like three pairs, and she's like literally buying croc charms. Like the other day, the, a package came, and she thought there was no croc charm in it, and she looked very distraught. They're like these little <laughs> rubber things that you can like mush into the holes in the shoes. Ooh. And they're like little designs, kind of like a, like patches on a backpack or something, That's like my mana backpack in high school. I can see that being a thing. That's smart for Crocs people yeah, to do that. Yeah, because they can sell each one for like $5, and people are like, it's so cheap, but then they buy 40 of them. Yeah. Um, I must admit... I'm kind of enchanted by the idea of Crocs, and the the Lightning McQueen Crocs sold out in seconds, which oh, wow. is so exciting. And now they're reselling for triple on all the resell websites. Cachow. And Lucy made the point, like, why? Like, who is buying these? Because they're adult sizes; they're not kid sizes. Yeah, they're like thirteens. <laughs> like yeah, some like, grown man
1: just cachowing around. <laughs> exactly. Like, if I happened upon a pair of these and they were like seven dollars, I'd be like, I'll buy these for the bit. Is everyone on earth just buying Lightning McQueen Crocs for a gag? 400 bucks. Yeah. That's a funny bit. Wait, uh, they're not that much. Are they? I think the, the last time I checked. Yeah. Let me look again. I, I almost just fainted. $400? I'll tell you right now. Because I've, I've worn Crocs. They're not comfortable. No? I don't. Were they original Croc brand? I think so. And like, I know a lot of people who work in like kitchens, mm. they're like. Sure, sure. Because they can That's... get wet. Yeah, but... I know you you like to get wet, though. I mean, I didn't think Blood they were naked. comfortable at sure. all. And they look stupid. Uh, the whole croc thing, I, I don't even know what's going on. I am on the StockX website, Ooh. and I typed in Lightning McQueen. Oh, wow. And
0: here they are. They come
1: right up. Also, shout out to the... Sean, who his son has been roaring through the Cars franchise. and
0: yeah. The average price is uh, is lower than I thought it was. It's between $129 and $173.
1: Guess what? That's still way too much. <laughs> in my
0: size, they're $173. Do I need them? No. I just spent $140 on Netgear tech support because some Indian guy had me over a barrel when my internet wasn't working. So. Wow. There we are. And he was actually Indian, so that's not racist. Thank Although you. Although me- mentioning that he is Indian <laughs> in itself is racist, so... I just lost points.
1: I just need to know why. Thank you. Come again. Oh. We're back. <laughs> and did you see that uh, Rachel Bilson and Melinda Clark, who were oh. on the program the oc i don't know who melinda clark is melinda
0: clark plays the red-headed stepmother okay who she has sex with the 16 year old spoilers i'm still in season one baby i think that's
1: it like it's later it's later it doesn't matter at all but yes they're uh, for a second i was like oh no <laughs> oc spoilers fuck sorry dude but yeah they're starting a podcast called welcome to the oc bitches are you serious i am and it seems that's like awesome. you're intrigued by this and you might subscribe. Of course. Yeah. I'll listen to that before I listen to us. (laughs) How about that? You listening to like the entourage podcast and the OC podcast (laughs) and nothing but just, yeah. But this is like a whole genre of podcasts that started, I think the office women were the first ones to be like, what is it? Office ladies. Yeah. It's It's Pam
0: and and the blonde one, Andrea or or whatever her name is. Angela. There it
1: is. The movies. <laughs> but yeah, they. Where's Vin's podcast? Everyone who was on a hit show at any point suddenly was like, should we just do a podcast where we like talk about every episode just to fill the time? Like there's a Scrubs one, there's there's countless Oof. ones. I can't Scrubs,
0: th- that's probably tough to get through.
1: <laughs> Zach Braff, like, well, you know,
0: whenever <laughs> uh, I wake up in the morning and Florence is making me flapjacks, I just, I think
1: about the days with John McGinley and uh, one time I got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like we're piping into that podcast. <laughs> I think that's exactly what's going on over there. Did you hear the news about Lindsay Lohan's father? Wow, I didn't, but I'm on the f- fucking edge of my seat he got
0: arrested i believe in california for what's known as patient brokering for a treatment center which is where you try to round up addicts and get them to go to the treatment center and then the treatment center gives you a piece of the money
1: i got in a taxi and went to treatment <laughs> <Excuse> <laughs> this me. is not our butt
0: dennis <laughs> uh but this is basically Lindsay lohan's father is living Frank Grillo's role in body brokers in real life right now. (laughs) And that's not a place you want to be, folks. This is is fucked up. What a terrible
1: family she has. Her mother and
0: her father are just such shit.
1: I was just going to say, I feel so bad for her because both of her parents are... The worst kind of parents, where like they're trying to remain relevant through her, and like are doing outrageous, dramatic things at all right. times.
0: It seems. Yeah, wasn't her mother like in a porn? Probably. Dina Lohan. That wouldn't surprise Ugh.
1: me at all. Yeah, she's like a a cartoon character that of sucks. a person who's always doing something like fucked her up. floppy box.
0: <sighs> <sighs> wow. Lindsay Lohan's aging terribly. It's probably because she,
1: like, inhales <laughs> hundreds of CIs a day it's and fun. drinks every night. Yeah, like, she was aging terribly, like, years... I haven't even seen her in a while. I wonder what she's even up to. Yeah, she she looks bad. Yeah, she is the... What's going on there? She had that classic, like... She had a good run and then reappeared like hey what's up I have the CI voice now and I'm all fucked up and I can't get work except in these turkeys that only the turkey boys watch and uh, oh you mean like Laurel Canyon or the canyons yes or that movie I know who killed me (laughs) where she like people were tricked into watching because they were like she shows her tits in this and it was like years ago we had Lindsay Lohan's tits And
0: now, we don't. You don't just patient broker until you get arrested. You gotta take it. Do you like comic books? We do good
1: in school. (laughs) You Johnny Sullivan's kid? Folks, welcome back to 90 Seconds of the Departed. It's been reborn, and we now do it at this portion of the program. Get him a couple of cottons of milk. You have some a eggs. Milk? Stand sit. I mean Okay. This Yeah. Okay. He's back. This was a, are you having a, laugh? <laughs> a fucked up uh, I am having a laugh. Thank you, Ricky. This was a fucked up headline that caught my eye. Uh Those f- are the best kind. A Flintstone sequel series is officially in development. Oh. From Visionary producer Elizabeth Banks. Oh, come on. Who this will also, is labeled as the Flintstones. I'm sorry. Who will also voice an adult, Pebbles. Visionary and,
0: director Elizabeth Banks? Did you make that joke already? As I, I was, yeah, yes. sorry. I was trying to pull up the fucking... <laughs> I was
1: like, is there any way you didn't hear me say that? And, I did not. But, but, but yes. <laughs> Fuck. And this new show that's set 20 years after the events of the original, where it's like, Come okay, on. you're doing the Flintstones again, and you're like, you got like a meta, like wacky concept? No. Just make something new. The Flintstones? You can't even leave them alone? I mean... I think that... Not that I like had like big attachment to the Flintstones. I just think it's lame that they're like, let's do that again, because that's a name that people know. Yabba fucking sucks.
0: Dubba doo, buddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Um... I think that they're just going to go down the line with every Nickelodeon, Hanna Barbera, Warner Brothers property for the rest of time. Yep, they don't make it things back up
1: without a name that people recognize anymore. No, and it's fucked up. They do they think we're that dumb? Yes, that we need to be have, like,
0: oh, I've seen that before. I can't wait to see it again.
1: Yeah. Like, ooh the now that we have all these cool new special effects, I I'm dying for another take on The Flintstones. This will really hit the spot. I don't like anything Fucking being retooled.
0: In my mind they should have canceled Jeopardy after Alex Trebek died. Ooh. And now they have Levar Burton hosting. Ye- oh, which like the Is that internet, official? well yeah, the internet went nuts for it and then they're actually going to let him do it. Did I you think- notice- I like, think it's cool
1: when things end. Yeah, like, if they ended Jeopardy because Alex Trebek died, I think that would have been cool and respectful and the whole deal. I would have been like, mm. "That, that's dope. Like, that was the move. And then they can just replay the old episodes forever. Yeah. But they would never do that and, like, risk, like, oh, let's start a new show with a different name. Like, it's too risky. Let's just do this forever it's embarrassing
0: game shows are the one thing that they actually will churn out tons of new ones and they all fail like the cherry coke experience with (laughs) jason biggs or whatever that was called
1: i think that got canceled
0: like immediately
1: (laughs) yeah and it's like oh god oh geez poor biggs
0: um what else
1: but in the opposite of that news something that might be promising and good oh David Cronenberg okay, has announced okay, okay. he's making a new movie for the first time in, like, at least a decade. I think he's one of those guys, he's older, so he, like, mm. casually retired, but he's back. He's making a new movie with our boy Viggo Mortensen, Kristen Stewart, and that other babe, what's her name? Leia C. Dew. The movies. <laughs> I mean, the movies are back.
0: It's, that does sound good, yeah.
1: Yeah, like something called Crimes of the Future. What was his last one? I think it was like six
0: years ago. It was The Map to the Stars. Yes. Was his last. And, yeah, and I like, liked it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a weird. a big Ang flick. Weird. That scene where the uh, incest happens, uh. and I filled up a little bit.
1: Oh. That Notorious oh. Me
0: story. Fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why just, am I admitting this on the show? Yeah. Fuck.
1: <laughs> what, what have that you That sucked. I want to,
0: Sam, delete that. You know what? Don't delete it. Isolate it. And I'm going to make it into a clip. Keep it in. I got to own that. Keep it in. Double
1: it. Make it a clip. We'll do the whole deal. But for people who don't know, David Cronenberg, he's like a famous guy. I'm a big fan of The Fly, Dead Ringers, some of his newer movies, History of Violence, Eastern Eastern Promises. promises. Yes. He's a big Vigo guy.
0: I'm thinking about getting those Russian prison tattoos that Vigo Mortensen had in Eastern Promises. Hell yeah. What do you think? That would be like the coolest thing you could possibly do. I think that it's extremely offensive to Russian people, which I mean, like, I don't know any Russian people except for my eyebrow lady, and she won't see them.
1: The people I'm least worried about offending are the Russians. What about the Slovakians? They're the people I'm most worried about offending. Agreed. Slovakia, I love you. We love you. And happy to have you. Did you see the uh, Joe
0: Rogan controversy this week of how he came out on the podcast and said that if you're 21 and healthy, don't bother getting the vaccine? Mm. And then Dr. Fauci came out and everybody on the internet went nuts. And he issued an apology
1: immediately. Like, I'm just a UFC dummy. Like, don't listen to me. Oh. Yeah, I didn't hear the clip, but I imagined, you know, he does like unbelievably long podcasts with weird people. I bet like he said that I'm sure just in part of like him just like working something out and they like pulled it out, like, look what Joe Rogan said. Can you imagine uh, being under a microscope like that? Like, if somebody, if we
0: ever had that many listeners and they pulled like, (laughs) they could pull like 14 clips that would get
1: me put (laughs) in jail. That'd be so funny. Like, people pouring over like, like, now what did Scott mean when he said this about Vin Diesel? <laughs> right. And Like,
0: did they say that Mark Wahlberg's mother died of HIV? Like, that's not funny. Wow. And then it just gets everywhere and the show just gets deplatformed. I'm and- going to re- remind
1: Slovakia that was angst take. I yeah. nothing to do with it. I can be that. honest. You don't really... <laughs>
0: You're funnier than I am, so you don't have to go and do the cheap, disgusting route or like talking about how you got a semi at incest. (laughs) Like you don't need to do that stuff to get a laugh. You just sort of have that natural flow. So I bet you if you put the show under a microscope, like you're coming out okay and Okay. and I'm coming out canceled
1: the fans they get that we're having a laugh we're being goofs it's all
0: yeah nothing i say is not meant to be fun and funny yes and i'm not trying to be hurtful or racist or mean or whatever so that's but that's that's not enough right so like if we were actually big we'd be fucked that's enough funny Um, They arrested five people in the Lady Gaga dog kidnapping. Wow. And they they led them all back to it, or they were led to these people, rather, by the person
1: who turned the dog in for the reward. Oh. Like a moron. Wait, so the person who turned the dog in was involved? Yes. Wow, that's so classic. I think they hired her to return the dog. And then they
0: basically arrested her and questioned her until she came clean and i think that's so that's what i think happened and then it turns out that three of them are gang members involved in like a dog stealing operation wow and a french bulldog i have one they're great dogs good pooches and a lot of people i've heard a lot of stories about them being stolen and things happening so we're happy that she got her dogs back and i'm also happy that these people are being brought to justice as a lady gaga fan and french bulldog
1: owner yeah give these people the electric chair that was my first thought too actually (laughs) and it is ridiculous that they did it in that way it's like why didn't you just bring the dogs to like a fire station and like tie them to something and be like these are lady gaga's bye they involved a person and screwed themselves over so intensely yeah, they wanted that five hundred thousand. That's all. Wow. The police encouraged
0: Lady Gaga not to pay, but she, I think she did anyway. And then they got her money back. I'm sure. That's the thing. You can't fuck with immensely famous and rich people. You just can't fuck with them because yeah. they will
1: find you and you'll be fucked. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, because I remember when this happened. They, I don't think they knew it was Lady Gaga's dogs. Once they they saw in the news the next day, it's just like, oh no, we we fucked up here. <laughs> I think we did uh we stole the wrong dogs. Mm. And in more fucked up news, actor Randy Quaid says he is seriously considering running for California governor. I thought he was banned from America.
0: Like, <laughs> uh, isn't he a Canadian? And they took away his American green card or whatever, and he has to go. But he had to go. He got
1: deported to Canada.
0: All right, you alien assholes. He's going to run from another
1: country. Mm. Life is great. I really like the idea of uh, Randy Quaid and Caitlyn Jenner running against each other. Yeah, D-Shane. baby. Yeah, baby. That's I right. got a dick. Me and that's Randy Quaid. Like, what a powerful ticket! Like your <laughs> options: Randy <clears throat> Quaid or Caitlyn Jenner. Make your choice. I would prefer. Uh, I choose death. Yeah, that's a bad ticket. I can't. But.
0: I saw a funny meme the other day of Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, baby. And Arnold. That's right. It's been a long time since there's been a California governor with balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, because
1: Caitlyn has balls. though, And also, like, she's actually running for governor. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. Her whole campaign, it's like Caitlyn for governor, and it's a picture of her in a car with a dog. It's like, why are you in a car? Just to remind no people of the fact that you killed a person <clears throat> in your car? Less than... <clears throat> Two calendar years ago? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, baby. You're dead. I'm leaning into the bed. That's right. It's everything's so ridiculous.
0: I read another article that said Caitlin's sons are all ashamed of her run for governor. Like Brody. Um and I forget the other two's names. Yeah,
1: Brody's (laughs) upsetting me. Yeah. That's Can just,
0: you imagine having to be with no. that person in your life? No. Like, okay, you transitioned like we get it. It was a very public transitioning. Fine. We're dealing with it. It's normal. no problem. No. Oh, now you want to be a Republican governor, yeah. not even a Democrat. You want you want That's to right. run as on a conservative platform.
1: yeah, it's like, could you just like like cool talk it down about, a little bit? You're exhausting. Talk <laughs> about a
0: ship with no port. Yeah. you're a you're a transsexual Republican. Yeah. no one is going to claim you
1: yeah that clip of her like i guess i'm just old fashioned like i don't believe in gay marriage it's like you are a fucking idiot for saying that <laughs> like you're insane for doing this we
0: forget that she's just an olympic athlete mm, they're yeah. typically not the brightest bulbs like she spent her entire adolescence training for a decathlon yeah and now and then she spent a decade languishing with the kardashian family and now she tucks her penis between her legs and has <laughs> fake tits and long hair and a weird voice and, that, like, red dresses.
1: That's a good point. She's got, like, a Michael Phelps brain. Like, it's not it's not working. Everything needs to be uh, judged on a curve. And <sighs> I don't know if you saw this, but Bo Burnham revealed the other day on Instagram that he has a new special that he filmed entirely by himself without a crew or audience over the past year and it will release on netflix shortly um Um, is it musical probably most of his stand-ups he does like a mix of uh weird wacky bits and some songs are you a bo burnham guy i can't remember yeah i don't love the singing but i don't hate it either he responded to me on twitter once with like and we had like a whole back and forth so we're best friends for life basically and i thought eighth grade was dope big fan of that movie i got a chet hanks
0: like on instagram yesterday hell yeah so that's we're both celebrities i guess at this point
1: turkey boy summer is back on it's all happening Mm -hmm.
0: did you notice speaking of jordan's as we mentioned earlier that during the filming of the original batman the tim burton batman movies michael keaton was wearing jordan's as batman
1: whoa was he yes that's pretty fucking in dumb. like
0: half the scenes and then he had another pair of nike boots
1: i think that he did for the other stuff god keaton's the best just hearing that it's like am i gonna be a jordan's guy now <laughs> I gotta wanna, be i want to wear whatever keaton's guy i'll scoop you a pair thank you also
0: him coming back in the flash as batman is the best news of the year and i know we mentioned that already but yeah here for it love ezra miller one of I don't think I wrote any notes on it, but I I watched an Ezra Miller movie the other day that's now escaping me, but oh, interesting! Big
1: fan. Yeah, I'm sick of multiverses, but I'm down <laughs> for anything involving Keaton playing Batman after all these years. And if I could take you down to the book corner for one hot minute, I'd love love it. Bob Odenkirk announced he has a book coming out called Comedy, 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 Drama. Comedy about. Uh, his life you know one of those this is like exactly the kind of book that i like like someone like him that i love releasing like a funny memoir slash that'll be a good audiobook too exactly yeah like i'm this is this is what i want i want everyone like him to make a book like this so i can enjoy it we definitely
0: need more good audiobooks from people that we like and you know yeah. less sloggish, boring ones that are 18
1: hours long. Odenkirk's having a real moment right now. I saw him on the cover of a magazine the other day, like, looking all dapper. I was like, Bob Odenkirk's like <clears throat> a serious, <throat> like, A-list actor now. It's very amusing to me, and I like it.
0: You would think of all the, like uh what's his face brian cranston is obviously doing quite well for himself like Mm. he he presented at the oscars and they had him do a whole big thing from the dolby theater and yeah so okay he's obviously having a moment too but aaron paul has kind of vanished and bitch. like he's had a couple little opportunities, like that Apple TV Plus show, and like the Speed Racer movie. Oh,
1: you don't remember his excellent work in season three of Westworld? I don't. <laughs> I <laughs> shut does Westworld because it stinks. Yeah, that's the right move with Westworld. But yeah,
0: I mean, of all of them, though, I think in the next ten years, Bob Odenkirk will be the guy who probably like has a production company and is churning out movies.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> things like this. Yeah, like people have moments. Like right now, Odenkirk, they're filming the last season of Better Call Saul, that movie Nobody just came out. Like it's Odenkirk's time.
0: Mm.
1: Cranston had a huge run and he'll always be around. Speaking of dethroning,
0: big news for Paddington 2 this week (laughs) as it an old 80 year old review of Citizen Kane came out that was a bad review, which knocked it down in terms of the perfect rating. And then Paddington 2 was second in line. So now Paddington 2 is the number one movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Which is a big deal for bears everywhere. Yes.
1: And yeah, I saw a lot of fun bits online. People like like Paddington visiting uh, Orson Welles' grave and all sorts of... People went like nuts with it. I but. The one I saw was like a DVD
0: of Citizen Kane with a Paddington standing over it. I think I posted that one.
1: Yeah. I like anyone where... any. Bit meme where Paddington, they make him look mean. Yeah. Because he's famously like the nice guy who likes marmalade. I like mean Paddington bits. I think those are fun. Yeah, that is good. But you mentioned you haven't seen either of them. I haven't seen either of them. Paddington 2, which I saw in the theater alone, thanks to Movie Pass. Love you, miss you. The movies. (laughs) Exactly. But... Paddington Two is like an incredible movie that like <laughs> looks so good, and <laughs> when you watch it, you'd be like, "Did Wes Anderson direct this movie?" Like, do I
0: need it? I've never seen.
1: Yes, All just right. watch the second one. The first one is is fine, but you don't need it. Two is is where you want to be. I don't know if it's. <laughs> I don't know if it's the greatest movie ever made, better than Citizen Kane, but it's a fun uh, kids movie. Cod loves Citizen Kane. Does he though? Hmm. <laughs> or is he just being. That could be a ploy. I think he's just being a Mank head
0: doing that. Mank is my favorite movie, actually. <laughs> I've decided to dethrone Pulp Fiction. It is now David Fincher's Mank. Ooh.
1: And also, if we want to talk about the Oscars for a hot minute, someone had a great bit that Mank won more Oscars than Citizen Kane, which just seems like impossible and very. Ridiculous. How many Oscars
0: did Mank win, like for just like editing and sound?
1: Yeah it won two, I think, for cinematography and something else technical do you think David, uh, but yeah, Citizen Kane only won one inch so.
0: Do you think David Fincher is happy about winning only two Oscars, or do you think he had it in his mind? I honestly thought there was a slight chance it might win Best Picture just because it has that like
1: Oscar stink on it? Yeah, and like with a year as weird as this, I could see Mank winning anything. Yeah, do you want to
0: like rifle through Oscar chat quick? I'm
1: sure you have it in your notes. I mean, it was Hollywood's biggest night. We can't forget. (laughs) It was Hollywood's worst night. Yeah. Reviews-wise, or
0: I'm sorry, uh, attendance-wise or whatever. There was 9 million viewers as opposed to last year's
1: 24, which is, last year was already down. I think it's usually like, what, 40? Yeah, like from, I have a thing here, 2014, it was 43.7 million. Fuck. And every year since that, it goes down like five million to the point. Yeah, twenty twenty one, the one that just happened, nine point eight million. Where it's like it's like a sixth of the viewership they got five years ago. It's kind of wild. Well, it's the like you know what it's become though. It's
0: like a woke fest now.
1: Mm. And you know, I'm did actually you, did you watch it the Oscars? I watched an hour. I watched almost all of it until I fell asleep towards the end because it was so boring and it got late. There was. This is my list. I wrote some notes about stuff I hated. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird that Malcolm and Marie won every single Oscar. I thought that was strange, <laughs> unexpected. I don't know, Marie. I didn't cheat on you. Do I sound like him? I'm in on it. Okay. Yeah, the uh, it didn't look like the Oscars. No. They tried to do like a a. Different kind of a feel. It was produced by Steven Soderbergh. It had his stink all... Speaking of things having stink on it, it was it was
0: very soderbergh yeah. in the beginning with Regina King coming out with those titles and the cut playing.
1: Yeah, that it was, was like, come on. That was the best part. I was like... It was so Ocean's Eleven-y and Soderbergh-y. I was like, oh, maybe this will be fun. She came out to laser cut. Yeah. <laughs> nice Ocean's <swirl. laughs> 12. But yeah, then once it started, it had like a weird like daytime award yes. show... you know know what it
0: is it was they were in an open air not open air but at a uh an upstairs kind of like a not a like the dolby theater is a theater so there's no windows so Mm. no natural light is coming in yeah because in la the oscars are at six o'clock at night or whatever it's five o'clock in the afternoon so it's not dark out yeah so that ruined it for me it was too bright there was no band which that They didn't play anybody off, so the speeches just kind of went. For at
1: least the first Mm. hour, no one had their speech cut, which sucks. And yeah, like, the this was the first award show in a while where everyone's there because people have gotten vaccinated, whatever. And they still chose to do it in this weird way where it's like, just do it normally and be like, look, we're back. Like, I, I hated the setup of everything. Well, they had
0: all the people in Europe in Europe. And then they had people in Asia, and, like, Sasha Baron Cohen was, like, standing outside in Australia, like, I'm in Wales!
1: Yeah. And they... It's not the same country. Yeah. The whole thing was just, like, weird. It had its moments, but they were doing a thing where, like, people, instead of showing the clips of movies, which I missed, I love the clips. Like, show me... Yeah. Like, when they do Best Actor, it's like, show me the best clip of them acting. Well, like, I also I haven't seen The Father. That was so yeah.
0: like I haven't watched it yet, I must admit. So wouldn't would have been nice
1: as Best Pictures getting announced, they show a little little clip, so you yeah. can say,
0: oh that is good.
1: Instead of clips, they had people talking about like their first movie experiences. A lot of people like going on and on. Some of them were interesting, some of them not so at all. Like I don't want to hear about Reese Witherspoon going to see like The Secret of Nim with her parents. She went on for like a lifetime. Ugh. I was I was a No performances
0: was cool, though. No songs, no dancing. I liked that. And no host is fine. Keep it up with no host. Yeah. We don't need a host. We don't need, you know, Jon Stewart making quips. Unless you want to bring back
1: 1997 Billy Crystal, no host. Yeah, or just have Ricky Gervais do it, where he can tell actual jokes, because he doesn't care, and, you know, we'll get something going. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, Daniel Kaluuya won Best Supporting Actor for uh, what is that movie called again? Judas and the Black Messiah. I hated it. it was, I mean, he was good in it. It was yeah. it was fine. I liked his speech. He had a good like yeah, rambling he's, speech. He's a smart
0: guy. I like him. I do. I don't love his movies, but I like
1: him as a guy. He talked about. He was like like going on a big tirade, and he's like, "This is crazy. Like my mom and dad had sex." and then they, they showed his mom in the crowd making this like what? Yeah, she <laughs> hated that. It was it was very funny. It was like one of the few organic fun moments mm. in this <clears throat> Oscar broadcast. And yeah, best director to Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, which also won best picture and best
0: supporting actress with Frances McDormand, which were yes, which or were best actress, best,
1: yes. right, best actress, which were which were expected. Yeah.
0: I think we called that even though it was very obvious. Yep. But and I was way off on Best Actor. I thought they'd give it a Chadwick. Yes. And so did the internet, apparently. People were mad that they didn't give an Oscar to a dead guy. They were really... And that didn't well, uh, Anthony Hopkins have to apologize?
1: Well, yeah, because it was like a joke, because it seemed like they reorganized the categories to do Best Actor last for the first time. They normally do Best Picture last, obviously. This time, they did Best Actor last, so it became even more obvious, like, oh, they're giving it to Chadwick Boseman. They're going to do, like, a whole thing at the end. And then at the end, Joaquin Phoenix, who couldn't have looked less interested or happy to be there, was just like, and the award for Best Director is Anthony Hopkins and the Father. And Anthony Hopkins wasn't there. He was asleep. Yeah, and so they just cut to, like, nothing. And then Questlove is like, good night. That's it. It was, like, the oddest weirdest yeah i didn't see that
0: i'm glad i was asleep what time did that happen like midnight
1: yes and it was just weird that it seemed like they didn't know who was gonna win where it's like why don't you like did you organize i mean this i guess like- they're
0: they are pretty secretive about the winners of everything because they don't want it to leak or whatever but just shut up yeah I don't know. The Oscars sucked. I haven't shut them off. I've shut. I shut them off last year because I was annoyed with Joaquin Phoenix's speech, and I missed Best Picture. I think was what happened last year. Mm. But this year, I shut them off after basically an hour, which is the soonest I've ever given up.
1: Yeah, and also like it's, it's so long, and even this year without songs, and I feel like they cut out a bunch of uh, riffraff, mm. and it was still just way too long. I fell asleep. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's boring. And also you were upset that Glenn Close got snubbed again. <laughs> yes.
0: I need Glenn to get a W before she's in the ground, <laughs> no matter what it takes. She is so we're stepping on throats this year, Glenn. You and me.
1: She's now the most losingest Oscar nominee in history. She's been nominated eight times, has never won. She's like uh, that that woman who never got the The Great Bambino? Sure. Who's that like Susan Lucci? That woman who like never won an award for that stupid show. That was the thing. Mary Tyler Moore? Sure. I don't know. We'll She's have to in. look it up. <laughs> She's in. But yeah, that's the Oscars. What a night it was. Mm. It was beautiful. You got any more news? I mean, what do we have here? The NFL Draft-a-Thon's going on, starring Tom Brady, Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart, and Julian Edelman.
0: What a duo or trio, quattro, which, whatever. Yeah, I'm form... like falling asleep
1: just hearing that. They should form sucks. a barbershop quartet.
0: I bumped into Julian Edelman once. We were both texting on Newberry Street and our shoulders bumped.
1: Kid. I was like,
0: fuck you, kid. I don't feel like beating out. My vo- like, voice is tired. <laughs> but sorry. Sorry. Right. Next no, but time, I promise, folks.
1: Just seeing Brady <clears> and <throat> Wahlberg together, I was like, I hope they do some riffing about bits on the set of Ted 2. Because that's exactly what Ted I want to hear Ted three's coming. Okay, it fucking better be, or I'm going to be fucked up. We're back in the sports corner. But yeah, I think that's that's enough news. What did you shut this week? I got a no shut week. You're
0: shut shutless? Shutless. Oh. That's it. No shuts. I'm always proud of myself when I don't yeah. shut anything.
1: Maybe we should disband the shuts. What do you think? No more shut segment? Let's shut down the shuts, even though I have three. But
0: I just I don't mind it. I always yeah. dread doing the shuts. Yeah, I feel like we have like a fun news and then the shuts come up and I'm like, yeah, shuts. Yeah. And like I'm always like, I also I always have to piss by the time we get to shuts. Dude. So I'm like, all right, let's do the shuts real quick. And then it's like I shut off this, this, and this. Okay, we'll be right back. Yeah. I don't know. Let's ask the fans like, do you like hearing us talk about stuff we didn't like and that we didn't even want to finish? Yeah. Like is that? A, I feel like it's a good way for people to sidestep landmines, but Ooh. I also feel like shuts could be achieved by a monthly or weekly list that I can post on Instagram.
1: Yeah, like That'd that would encourage
0: people to follow us, and it gets rid of unnecessary
1: time when yeah. we could
0: be doing more news or more reviews. Yeah,
1: fans, let us know how you feel because we're open to anything. Yeah, I feel the same thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's like do you want to hear us complain about a movie or do you want to hear us praise the movie? I don't know. We need feedback. Well, I really don't the know. The way I see it is if there's nothing good that came out that week
0: and we roar through like four or five shuts each and we like go on and on about them. Like there's no point in talking about a movie that we hated. Yeah. And then we do the reviews and like we have the featured
1: review is also a movie we didn't like. We sound like fucking cow. Like it
0: stinks. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. That's what I want to avoid at all costs. Sounding anything like cow. <laughs> <laughs> Cal, if you're listening,
0: you're trash, but I love you anyway. He's back.
1: But yeah, I'll just sneak in real quick. I shut off Wander, which is now on Amazon Prime, <laughs> a movie starring Thomas Jane, Anne Hayes, and Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> which I put on just to see how old and terrific Tommy Lee Jones is, but it was so fucking bad, I couldn't make it la- more than 20 minutes. Mm. Dog shit. Mm. Folks, <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be right back. We'll be right back.
0: You can't, you can't tell me to play a sound effect more and expect <laughs> less than a few dozen.
1: Let's go. We're back. The movies, <laughs> the movies are here. The, uh, the movies. Folks, we just watched Without Remorse, a new Amazon Prime vehicle. Starring Mikey B. Jordan. From the Tom Clancy universe. Oh, yes. I misspoke. This is Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Because even though he died like 10 years ago, they're still just slapping his name on things for reasons no good. Un- unknown. I don't know why he's seems- Green bastard. Parts unknown. He has like a stranglehold on the whole like spy thriller genre. <laughs> That's a callback. And like, I don't even know why. Uh, like michael b jordan's name in this is john clark tom clancy's other big franchise is jack ryan like all he does is give someone a boring name and like send them into espionage with a conspiracy i don't know it's just
0: i wanted to love this i did i started off writing good notes and like texting people like oh it's pretty good Mm -hmm. um six minutes and 30 seconds in i did do a time check Yes, And then we did which... two more later on in the movie. But the movies.
1: But... Uh, yeah, like, this wasn't terrible. It's, yeah. It's standard issue Tom Clancy stuff, like... Did you have a summary? Basically, a guy is... Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's on a mission. Something goes like weird, and then they hunt down everyone who had anything to do with it. And like his family is killed, and it sends them on big a bird. revenge mission big of yeah, big grit and determination with a new team of sidecars that was kind of. Some sort of team of people. <laughs> yes. Some A team type. Jamie Bell getting some good sidecar work and providing. And Cam Gidgenet. Yes.
0: Dying at, oops, after about eleven seconds. If you know who Cam Gidjanet is, that's a spoiler, but if you don't, mm. doesn't matter.
1: Guy I'm Pierce doesn't matter. One of my guys. Guy Pierce like classed the proceedings up a bit. I guess.
0: <laughs> he, <laughs> he He's a worker. I don't really enjoy him in much, I must admit. I've given him a couple of chances. What was that movie where he's the sheriff? Hmm. <laughs> and he gets it's like really
1: bad. That's an awful example of the work he can do. But yeah. You know I, what I'm talking about. I shut that too. It was terrible. It's so bad. I mean, everyone has their moments. With he was really it. good at Memento. Yeah. And like LA Confidential. I think he's really good in Iron Man 3. He was excellent in Burn Notice. Oh. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> he does kind of look like that guy. <laughs> Jeffrey Donovan. But he's like a movie strengthener. He's one of those like character actor types where I'm always like, oh, he's here. He's good. He'll, He'll make this watchable or what have you. But yeah, this is, I don't know. It had some cool action scenes. Like there's some fun sequences where he's like interrogating people in gritty fashions inside like a burning car and stuff like that it's very like 24ish
0: at times. I like I said to you during I enjoy The Man on a Mission or a man in general with nothing left to lose that like Michael Douglas falling down, Vince Vaughn bra- 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 Brawl in Cell Block 99 just a guy at the end of his rope doing crazy stuff like yeah. Michael <clears throat> B Jordan like beating the shit out of those guys and setting that car on fire spoiler alert um
1: it's a great setup for a movie. It's like I'll watch someone fucking yeah. like loose cannon their way through all these crazy scenarios. In my opinion,
0: this movie had the potential to be outstanding, and it started off with the bones of an excellent espionage thriller action movie. And then it kind of went off a cliff, and I got bored, the which sucks. Are their bones?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> got lost in a tangent. No, but, like, there was some cool... And from all over. (laughs) There's some some fun sequences, like... Listen, we know our song's good. Do we have a deal or not? I love in a movie where they they have a fun sequence with a sniper, where they're like, oh, shit, there's a sniper on us, and they need to, like... And there was also the day that skeletons
0: came to life.
1: He's been completely... (laughs) He's lost and gone. Hank's gone. (laughs) He's completely having a laugh. <laughs> you having a laugh? He Fuck. can't. He can't even hit the sound effects. I'm gonna have to do everything. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> but yeah, the it reminded me of Saving Private Ryan. I love a movie. Stop! 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 When they're like, there's a sniper, and we need to figure out where he is, and then like do a cool wraparound way to snipe him. You like that? I kind of don't. I'd like that, like in, uh, uh,
0: <laughs> like the jackal or whatever, like the sniper from the fire and he's shooting us to dead,
1: It can be done well. The jackal is dog shit. That's I like saw in the theaters with big ank. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's kid. that's like a trash late nineties Bruce Willis vehicle. But it can be done well. Like sniper stuff, it was done well in this. I was I was digging that whole sequence. And yeah, this was it's better than a lot of the other straight to streaming action movies. Yeah, I'd say. I would give it a strong 5.7 out of 10. Yeah, like I'm I'm in that meaty part of the curve myself. <laughs> His GPA is a solid <laughs> 2.0. Yeah. Like like you said, I was really liking it in the first half. By the end I was like, "Okay, can we wrap Okay, can we go ahead and wrap this up?" But I mean, it was a serviceable. The end was boring. Movie.
0: There was two really cool scenes in the beginning. I'm going to say it's free on Amazon Prime. It's worth a watch.
1: Yeah, and it was like an hour fifty. Maybe trim out like twenty minutes. And yeah, you got like a hot, lean thriller. Mm. And like Michael B. Jordan, wise, he was good in it. You can see why he's a movie star. He's definitely doing his thing in a role like this.
0: He has chops. Yeah, he's he's excellent. He's insanely jacked for this. He looks great. 5.6 out of 10. That's fair. <laughs>
1: One bite. Everybody knows. I was just going to say, I got a flash of the that fucking idiot. Let's have him on the show and we can give his uh, porn movie that he made uh, a letter grade. What? These fucking assholes are here at this hour? Oops. Fuck. I am your father. Are you, Darth? Are you? <laughs> no, we must duel. Wow, are you on the are you on the Boston set of the new Obi Wan show that we need to get roles as Boondock Saints on? Oh, you're doing some lightsaber moves, Darth. <laughs> okay, I see. Chewie has entered the scene in classic fashion. Oops, I hear you watched Midnight Run the other day. Wow. Would you like to talk about it? You know what, C-3PO, I'm dazzled by your segue i'm not even bothered by you like i normally am because i think you're really being helpful tonight
0: i must admit i found the movie simply
1: marvelous you know what c3 i did too do you, and do you believe that charles groden didn't get enough work as of late yes i think he is a fucking scene stealer in everything i've ever seen him in, including the beethoven series oh beethoven come on beethoven
0: I Fuck, do enjoy
1: I to... watching that large dog make a mess, Master Hoops. <laughs> I need to work on my groden. But yes, let's get into Midnight Run. Oh, shit. All the Star Wars side They just roared off on a yep, tauntaun. They're, they're
0: all gone. That was good, though. That was fun. Yeah. It was nice of C-3PO to participate a little bit this time instead of just talking about nothing.
1: Very cool of But that.
0: I, Midnight Run is one of those movies that I've been, I was, it was a blind spot of mine up until about two years ago. And then I pushed it on you for a long time. And it's one of those movies that like you look at it, it looks like it might be kind of boring it's like an old de niro movie like dusty on the shelf and it's like when you put it on you're like okay this is why people talk about this
1: exactly something about it just never like i was aware of it i didn't know what it was about but i was like de niro and grodin i bet this is good but i just never pulled the trigger on it right once i started watching i was like i'm a fool i should have watched this 20 years ago this movie fucking rocks well they seem like they might be a bad duo And they're not. They're a good duo. They're an
0: incredible duo. (laughs) They're a very good duo.
1: And I also love how De Niro is like the fun one in this movie. He's like the the rascal. Normally, De Niro's the straight man to someone else's wacky. This is like
0: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles meets Bulletproof.
1: That's a great meets. And I agree. And it's better than both of those. Agreed. (laughs) I was like floored by this movie. Yeah. First of all, it's character actor movie heaven, which I say about like every movie that I watch from the '90s <laughs> or '80s.
0: What would you say? Uh, let's do quick summary for the, mm.
1: for the fans. Yeah. Like it's uh... De Niro plays a like private eye who used to be a cop who's trying to hunt down this guy who real cops are after. Hey, for, real cops yeah, for some like wacky crime, and then there's like a back and forth between. Them and the cops and the gangsters who are after everybody. It's, you know, one of those, like, sprawling caper comedies hmm. that they used to make a bunch. Yeah, that's... they end up,
0: like, on a train yes. and, like, going across the country together. And, like, it ends up, like, they hate each other. Then they have to, like, stay in places together. Yeah, like,
1: and... they hate each other. And then they're, like, pulling schemes, slowly revealing each other's hearts of gold. Like, classic buddy cop type stuff. Yeah, I, I, I
0: thoroughly enjoy movies with Midnight in the title, and have pushed several of them on you. Midnight Cowboy, Midnight Run, Midnight Express, yeah. Permanent Midnight. Ooh. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head, but Mid- those are all excellent.
1: Midnight in Paris is w- one listen, that I made. Woody,
0: we'll be on to your movie in a minute.
1: Okay, okay, just you make sure. You fucking pedophile. Just, what? All right, fine, fine, fine. Allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, the <clears throat> Midnight Run... It's one of those rare movies that I think gets better as it goes, like all the way till the end. The first half I was like, this is great. But then like, I was liking it more and more the more it kept going. I feel like a lot of movies lose steam. Like the movie we just watched, yeah. A lot of movies sort of just... This one I was like, till the end I was just like, yep, yes, loving it. Thank you. Good, good, good. And like I said earlier, character actor movie heaven When you got Joe Pantoliano, Dennis Farina, and like Philip Baker Hall, like everyone you want Mm. in a movie like this popped up. The whole gang. Yeah. It's where did you watch it? Is it on Prime? This is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Currently. HBO Max has some hits.
0: It's sneakily becoming my favorite streaming service by Miles. Especially for
1: movies. They gotta if you like do a deep dive. And I also like they do this thing where they have celebrities pick playlists of all their favorite movies. Oh this week it's Shaq. Guess what? Shaq has some hot picks. Does he? He does. And like stuff you wouldn't think that Shaq would be into. I was I don't know. I'm a Shaq guy, so I'll check it out. Yeah. That's just a it like spices up the streaming service when they're like, oh instead of looking at these in the normal, boring list you always do, see what Shaq's up to. (laughs) The movies. The movies. But yes, and as Woody Allen alluded to moments ago, we watched his latest picture, *A Rainy Day in New York*, which is now available on Amazon Prime after being shelved due to cancellation issues. Oh, what happened? <laughs> what 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 happened? What I don't, do you mean? I don't know myself. It's all—it's ridiculous what they did to me. Um,
0: I like this a lot. It's a movie about. Timothy Chalamet is like a young boyfriend of a girl who's a journalist for a college and she's doing a story on some celebrities and then she kind of gets whisked away with them and she's sort of cheating and like it's a whole, it's a typical Woody Allen plot line with the Woody Allen dialogue and like as you said, Timothy delivering Woody Allen dialogue is a little strange.
1: Yeah, like in most Woody Allen movies, there's at least one character who, who you're like, okay, that's Woody Allen and they're like... Delivering the Woody Allen dialogue. Sometimes people pull it off. And like, Timothy Chalamet wasn't bad, but in this one, I could just like hear Woody Allen saying the words. Right. That Timothy Chalamet as like a 20 year old New Yorker was supposed to be delivering. It felt like forced. Yeah. Leave Shriver as anybody.
0: Schreiber. Shriver, whatever the fuck it is. Ray Donovan. Right. Anybody, him as anyone, but Ray Donovan is confusing to me.
1: I didn't, like, I
0: found, even though he's not in it a ton. And then, like, Jude Law pops up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I They were okay. I thought that um, there was something about the movie that was just interesting, and the script was really good. Mm. It I, was just, the acting didn't 100% go with the script.
1: I was enjoying, I like, I don't know if you know this, but every Woody Allen movie starts with the same, like, credit sequence. yeah. yeah. They always look the same and it has like the same kind of jazz music. I hadn't seen one of his movies in years, or, you know, one of his new ones. And just watching it like that, I was like, this is pleasant. (laughs) It's nice to have something like that. Like a consistent thing. Yeah, where, you know, he's like a fucked up dude and all that. But I was watching it just like, this is nice. Mm. (laughs) I wish he weren't, but... Because I, I do like him and
0: he has a lot of hits. Yeah.
1: And I was honestly surprised that you liked this so much because I thought it was like one of his weaker movies. And I it reminded me so much of some of his better movies. Like most of the storylines, he's made so many movies. You can't help but be like, oh, this is like that other movie you made. It's right. just slightly a derivative. Yeah. Uh, there's two lines that I wrote down
0: that I thought were basically like, made the whole movie worth it. Um, Timothy Chalamet is talking at, towards the end after he realizes like his whole little elaborate New York plan with the girlfriend is falling apart. Mm. And he said to his mother, actually, there's a scene where I guess he brings a prostitute to a family party trying to pretend that she's his girlfriend because the girlfriend ditched him.
1: I thought this would be a great bit. And he what? says,
0: "He it's he's it's a rebellion against a lifetime of pretentious appropriateness. And that mm. that resonated with me because I feel like I grew up on a yacht club with always being told that like I was you know saying and doing stuff that might be off color as we mentioned I tend mm. to have a bit of a I work blue as they say it so works blue I found we're in the blue man group. appropriateness in particular to be
1: very it, it's it resonated with me I liked that line a lot yeah even in if- In his, like, weakest movies, there'll be at least a couple lines where you're like, wow, I get that one. That was a, (laughs) that landed.
0: Right, like, it's just well-written, clever. And then he said this this city has its own agenda about New York City, which was kind of lame, but I thought, like, it was a good line nonetheless.
1: Yeah. And something that bothered me, Timothy Chalamet's character is named Gatsby.
0: Yeah, they didn't even explain that either. Like, it's, you know, it's one of the most famous books of all time.
1: Very douchey. And everyone keeps saying Gatsby a lot. Gatsby, Gatsby. Yeah, like, no one just talks to him. Everyone has to be like, hey, Gatsby. It made me cringe, and it brought the movie down maybe like a whole letter grade, how much they were saying that.
0: Yeah, the name of a character is more important than you realize. You can't just, like we just said, Tom Clancy just given generic, like, spy names, yeah. And then this, they just kind of... Gatsby do not even make sense.
1: But yeah, like I was saying earlier, I meant to go home and grab a bunch of my DVDs to oh, bring you, but I didn't have time. Maybe next week. In between work. I did just get two DVDs in the mail that I got to rip off, so... Ooh. But yeah, I'm going to curate a nice Woody Allen collection for you, because... You have the list of the ones that I've seen. Yeah. So I realized I have a lot more
0: blind spots than I thought I did.
1: He is... If you like this at all, like, he's got some... Ones that'll knock your socks off. Mm. Like Crimes and Misdemeanors, uh Husbands and Wives. We'll get into it more next week, fans. And what else did we watch? Ooh, The Last Shift. Of
0: Richard Jenkins. Yes. Uh who is a friend of the show. He is. It's about his career for 38 years at a chicken fast food restaurant, and he's about to retire. And he's training a new African-American apprentice. Yes. Uh, or black.
1: Yeah, he plays like a guy who the more shouldn't be working in fast food of his age. And he's like finally right. retiring to like help his mother out. And he's and kind he's, of an idiot. Yeah, he's like a weird, sad sack kind of guy, which is Richard Jenkins' wheelhouse. This oh, is where yeah. he
0: shines. Like I said, this was Patterson meets Good Burger. And that's one of my better
1: meets ever, really. Maybe your best meets ever. That meets floored me when you texted me that I the know, other day. I was happy with that. I was like, that couldn't be any more exactly what this movie is.
0: It's and yeah. just
1: like a slow-moving,
0: indie, like... I don't. I think Lucy W. O'd and went upstairs and watched something else. I'm pretty sure. She was very bored. Yeah, like, she might have finished it. I have to ask her. I can't remember.
1: This was like a deeply indie, like, underdog, just, and yeah, it was kind of depressing. Ed O'Neill was also there
0: as one of Richard Jenkins' buddies, and he talks about shitting his pants.
1: I did notice that and did appreciate that, mm. and I liked, he was kind of in, like, uh... Married with children mode? Yes
0: it's been ed. a while since we've seen that he's typically like i'm a rich dad who doesn't know where to be and then he's like yes back in bum mode which yeah. is like for our entire childhood he was like a bum yeah and then like modern family came around and 14 seasons later he's like this like rich guy with a heart of gold and it's like that doesn't make sense
1: yeah i liked seeing him back in that mode i was like oh shit ed bundy has got some stuff ted he's- ted bundy wait no that's the serial killer. What is? bundy's name al bundy there it is al it's it's funny where both of our brains went i don't know who ed bundy
0: is but ted bundy (laughs) is a serial killer ryan and you are deranged we're back um but i have ed o'neill oh his name his actual name is ed that's where you got your ed that makes sense okay um i like that they were drinking uh, that richard jenkins requested a sierra mist at one point (laughs) that made me laugh
1: yeah, this had a lot of like good slight bits. They had like a T Two reference at some point mm. that I was very on board with. I can't remember exactly what it was. But yeah, a good like underdog slice of life indie kind of movie where Slice of Life? Yeah, it's like really weird and sad. And I liked how I like when a movie doesn't feel compelled to have a happy ending agreed this, this, this is, is
0: the perfect example it's like lonesome gym territory where they're just like this is like what would have happened yeah it's like a guy like him isn't necessarily going to get that happy ending
1: yeah like it didn't a lot of movies would have had like a little moment at the end where it's like they like basically wink at you like it's gonna be fine this movie had like a realistic kind of sob story He buys ending. that
0: shitty car and like we if we tell anymore we just gave away the entire film but
1: yeah but I yeah, don't know. I thought was this solid. was
0: this was charming. It was fine. It's on um, stars, baby. Stars. <laughs> That's hilarious. Stars. All the stars are out tonight.
1: This is
0: um, stars has a decent selection, and I think they're giving it away right now. It's like ninety nine cents a month because nobody's signing up.
1: Yeah, I Maybe. mean, I'm
0: paying the full price because whatever. But I've had it forever.
1: They don't have much in the way of like new series outside of. The Book of Power, part three. It's what I need, so. Shit, man. You're going to get in on Vikings fuck, and yeah, man. Black yeah. Sails and- Yeah, I'm going to do all that shit. Like
0: the tutor, <laughs> the Tudors or whatever the fuck else they have. Yeah, man.
1: I got my limits. 50, I don't
0: know about the you, 50's been here all night, actually. He watched yeah. the new Tom Clancy movie with us. It's was a nice. it been a nice night, 50. I appreciate shit. you making it out. <laughs> Like, I think 50, you want to hang out and watch Wedding Crashers with us? or Yeah, do it. All man. right, cool. Hang, yeah. out, hang out. We'll do a couple more reviews. We'll be right with you.
1: Church. But yes, I wanted to sneak in just because it came out today, and it's a new Netflix movie from the team who brought you into the Spider-Verse, the which won the Academy Award last year. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they're like the 21 Jump Street solo guys. They do the movies. And I'm a big fan of their work. I watched their new movie, The Mitchells versus the Machines on Netflix. And I thought it was great. It's very like creative and funny. It's a movie. It's an animated It's animated, okay. Yeah, like this girl's going to college and she goes on a road trip to get dropped off of college by her family and her dad doesn't want them to use their cell phones. So Why? They're trying to like connect as a family. But then Oh, oh till I, Okay. But then the there's like a technology apocalypse, and everyone's phone like goes crazy, and it's like a robot action movie where the family's fighting robots and you know, getting into some good family arcs. Mm. This was great. This is like the movie of the year so far for me. <laughs> I thought it was- You
0: liked it better than Nobody?
1: Yes. I thought it was- Am I going to like it? Incredible. I think so. Mm. I hope so.
0: All right. You're going to get me on this and Woody Allen movies in the same week. I feel like I've been body snatched.
1: <laughs> what? All yeah. right. I'll check it out. Yeah, What's like, it called again? The The Mitchells versus the Machines. And like Into the Spider-Verse. Like, Who are the voices? Anyone cool? Danny McBride voices the dad and gives a great voice performance. Okay. And uh, Abby from Broad City is the girl and some other sidecars Like Conan O'Brien voices some of the robots. Y- you'll recognize all of it i love this movie fans might be wondering did it make scotty cry it did
0: it happened i'm jealous of your movie tears (laughs) your just ability to work them up at any time with anything even an animated movie that
1: no one but you will watch not anytime it takes like the right kind of movie to unlock my fucked up tears but this movie got it yeah
0: vin can do it i'm just gonna try to say it whenever we say movie
1: in is that gonna work i'm down all right but yeah i really i can't recommend this more if you like animated movies at all like any of the pixar this is like better than most pixar movies it's on netflix just came out today the mitchells versus the machines home run have you been watching any tv you want to talk about are we still tv guys um nothing that i can
0: fully review yet
1: okay we're tinkering with the mayor of east town
0: mayor of east town i don't know um, that i want to talk about it i'm trying <laughs> yeah did you watch the second episode i didn't watch the second episode and we'll see if we want to talk about it
1: okay you mentioned it heated up oh, It
0: heated up a little bit it's okay. on hbo max with uh, fucking Reese kate winslet spoon or whatever the hell her name is yeah kate winslet
1: <laughs> same difference <clears throat> but yeah we'll talk about that next week on the program and i think that might be it. That show Cruel Summer? You said you join oh, enjoy it. I'm that. loving
0: that. Yeah. But you haven't watched any of it yet.
1: I I watched like half the first episode way late and I fell asleep. Yeah. I barely that. We even can't remember dis- any of it. we
0: can't I need to proper review from you there. Cruel Summer is on uh okay. Prime, I th- oh no, Hulu. It's on Hulu. It was a freeform show, but I think
1: Hulu is all is has all that now. Yeah. While we're teasing next week, there's also that new Justin Thoreau show, The Mosquito Coast, which I, I might I'm- watch that right now Ooh. in bed. I know. Yeah, that's naked. I don't know if it's a movie or a show. It's a show. Okay. I'm gonna get in there. Fans get in there. We'll be talking about it next week, doing the whole deal. And we should also mention the zero hour. Some late breaking news. Jennifer Lopez and Ben <laughs> Affleck have been spotted hanging out post J Lo A Rod split. So wow.
0: We can only hope that they get back together and cook up something in the G. G- Lee universe. Yeah.
1: Make the town, too, with J. Lo as the Jesus Blake Lively Christ. character. I'm down. But yeah, let's watch Running Crashes. Just as like a complete replacement. They don't even explain
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. How you doing? <laughs> no, not, not for you like that. You're eating the that cake. That's it. That's it. That's it. it, it. What a duo! Them having the time of their lives, giving speeches.
1: Particularly Debbie in that white dress. Enjoy it after tomorrow. I don't think. I love debunking the reality of a movie that's just a comedy, but it's like someone would be like, "Who are these people giving a speech at our wedding?" Literally doing (laughs)
0: magic tricks with everyone in the room's child. (laughs) Someone would be. Someone would be like, "Who's that man doing?" magic tricks with fire with my son. Who is he? Why are my kids over there?
1: Vince dancing with this old lady. This is a very
0: this movie is very dated now. The fact that this came out in 2005 is more glaring than ever. Mm. There might as well be like homophobic racist jokes peppered in
1: and have nobody give a shit. Wow. Wow. Oh, they sneak those in with the Todd stuff later. This movie's suppose, Yeah, good point. This movie's riddled with it. They say
0: homo a bunch of times. The whole deal. Can you imagine if someone said homo in a movie today as a joke, like to make people laugh? Yes. Yeah, you'd instantly
1: get an NC-17 and probably shelved. I don't think anyone would put it out. I think they'd say, no, we can't do that. Yeah, like we, we don't do that anymore. Weren't you scared? Can I say yes? <laughs> <laughs> Can I say yes? I'm here to get drunk. This is right when the movie's like in the pocket and they're in montage mode and there's like 900 bits a minute. We got a
0: good uh, 90 seconds for that for next week. So that's exciting. Yeah, we're in montage
1: mode. I'm in that mode. I'm
0: sorry. I enjoy when Mm -hmm. we have a 90 seconds... and you know the next one's going to be a goo one
1: Mm. yes
0: well folks that's it from us here at the enough podcast be sure to get your insurance needs fulfilled by the cripples over at benefix that's b-e-n-e-f-i-x go to their website benefix.edu and you can let um Mulatto Mike, as he likes to be called. Get your company all set up. Wow. A spin-off of Magic Mike. Yep.
1: Way sexy.
0: Only when he takes his clothes off, it's disgusting. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I'm going to remind you to give us a follow on Instagram at Enough the Podcast. We're on Twitter at Podcast Enough. Why don't you go ahead and listen to the most recent episode of the South Shore Boys. It was a hot one, and I think you should check it out. And I don't know, maybe have a goo. Have a goo
0: one. Yeah. And go to ankfit.com. Book yourself a free session. People are I'm, I put on three or four new clients this week already. It's getting nuts. I imagine a lot of you have let yourself slide a little bit over the pandemic. I know I gained 15 pounds. Wow. I had to lose them. I took them off. Wow. But it's... It's a journey that I want to take with you. So go to ankfit.com we'll get started today. I'm opening my new facility. Literally mailed the last of the paperwork today. It's going to be in Newtonville at 298 Walnut Street. This is the first real promo for it. I'm very excited. ankfit.com
1: learn more. Let's go baby. Folks, have a go. Have That's a go enough, man.